I'm Warren Berkeley with the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas, and we are so glad that you made the choice to open our website and listen to this sermon. One of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people. With such compulsion, pleasing God becomes unimportant. Let me say that again. One of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people. With such compulsion, pleasing God becomes unimportant. I want to give you two examples from Scripture. There were certain Jewish men who, John says, believed in Christ. But they didn't confess that belief for fear of the Pharisees. John goes on to say, this is in John 12, 43, they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Do you see that? It is so clear that the spiritually fatal snare was they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. So I say again, one of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people with such compulsion. Pleasing God becomes unimportant. Here's another example similar from the Sermon on the Mount. This is in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Now, the issue was not and is not giving to the needy. No, the issue is identified by two phrases Jesus used, in order to be seen and that they might be praised by others. There were those who practiced their righteousness before others, seeking human praise, coveting attention, not engaged in these activities toward God, but toward and for a human audience. One of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people with such compulsion, pleasing God becomes unimportant. My objective in this sermon is to be certain we see that danger and that we steer a course away from it toward pleasing and glorifying God and honoring Christ by our daily discipleship. Of course, I'm building on one of the simple principles we all acknowledge if we are Christians, if we've read the Bible. Our purpose is to please God. 
There is no mystery, there is no theological complication or academic argument that is complex. Let's just say this plainly. Knowing it is absolutely true, our purpose is to please God. Should it be necessary to source this, that can be done from any number of places in Scripture. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God, Hebrews 13, 16. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 9, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, Colossians 3.23. Listen to 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 1, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. I'll add Ephesians 5 and verse 10, discern what is pleasing to the Lord. And Paul to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 4, no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. And I could continue with dozens of other passages. But you know this. This is one of those simple starting places in our relationship with God, the inflexible desire to please Him in all that we think, say, and do. Sometimes we express that by saying, God is first, and seek first the kingdom. Or, as Peter and the other apostles said one time, we must obey God rather than men, Acts 5.29. So, those Pharisees, those Pharisees, who wouldn't confess Jesus, and those who gave to the needy to be seen by men did not have in their hearts this fixed purpose to please God and put him first. Their concern was to please man and acquire human approval. So I repeat, one of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people with such compulsion pleasing God becomes unimportant. This ill-conceived desire to be praised by men is a way of life that has three sharp edges. One, you can't live this way and please God simultaneously. You can't live in two worlds at the same time. You can't be an idolater and a true worshiper of God at the same time. So if pleasing everybody has become your idol, you've left God. You can't live in the world and please everybody and have standing in the kingdom at the same time. This is like what Jesus said about materialism in Matthew 6, 24. You cannot serve God and mammon. Consider who God is. Someone many years ago engaged me in a conversation about what happens after you die. In the course of that conversation, it was stated, I sure hope God lets me observe from heaven my funeral. I want to see how people react and hear what people say. Wouldn't that be neat? 
I cannot imagine anyone being in the presence of God and wanting to turn away from Him to see how people act at a funeral. I believe when we get into the very presence of God, we will be so captivated by His glory, so filled with gratitude and joy, we will have no desire to zoom into our funeral or go looking for a long-lost uncle or friend. We will have the emotions of men like Isaiah, Moses, and Paul who experienced those moments of divine vision. Serve him now with singular commitment. Seek first the kingdom, his will, not your will or mine, not the applause of your peers, his will. Live by it every day. Number two, you are attempting the impossible when your purpose is to please people. Worldly wisdom admits this. You might please some of the people, but you will never please all of the people. You've heard that before. So if your purpose is to please everybody, that will bring into your life and mind all kinds of conflict and anxiety and stress. Just imagine trying to go through life saying yes to everybody. Every invitation, every request, every plea for approval, you'll go crazy. In addition to the sharp edge of not pleasing God, your efforts to please everybody will only lead to frustration and unrest. Please think this through from the perspective of biblical narratives and characters. What if Noah had tried to please the whole world? What if Joshua had taken a public opinion poll and made his conquest plans according to the majority? What if Paul and the apostles crafted a message that would be approved by men, therefore loaded with compromise and corruption? People pleasers are burned by the conflicting purpose of seeking the praise of everybody. It is impossible. It is a way of life that is anything but peaceful. It is impossible. Number three, when you seek to please people and that becomes your primary purpose, you're not following Christ. Christ said, John 6, 38, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Paul said of Christ, he was found in human form, but humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Philippians 2 and verse 8. John 14, 31, Jesus said, I do as the Father has commanded. So if you are a follower of Christ, if I'm really a follower of Christ, my purpose matches his purpose. To submit to the Father, no matter what people think to submit to the Father, to please Him, to obey Him, even if people on earth are not happy with my choice. So many questions and issues of the day are answered right here. Am I really a follower of Christ? What did He do in relation to the Father? He pleased the Father through obedience from the heart. That's what I must do. And what you must do, even when people around us may not like it and may oppose it, 
and even if when we obey Christ, we may greatly displease the crowd and the world, and the world winds up hating us and persecuting us, we have remained faithful to our purpose to obey God. My purpose has been to show us and remind us in this brief sermon that one of the toxic snares we can fall into here on earth is being tempted and driven to please people. With such compulsion, pleasing God becomes unimportant. If this is something you see in yourself, I'm asking you to consider the sharp edges of this way of life. I'm asking you to pray with a penitent heart, honestly confessing to God your sin and guilt, and consider when final judgment time comes, nobody you have pleased can speak up for you. Plead your case. Get in get into the process of making sure you go to heaven or erase your history of being a people pleaser instead of a God pleaser. It will be you and God in judgment. And I want to bring your attention again to two of those passages I read earlier. 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 1, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you. Do you hear the urgency in that? We ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you have received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. And then in Ephesians 5 and verse 10, discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Open your Bible, listen to teaching from the Bible, discern what is pleasing to the Lord, and then be committed to that. It's easy to find out what pleases people in the world, but our task, our challenge, discern what is pleasing to the Lord. May all of God's people, with united voice and purpose, discern and commit to fully what is pleasing to the Lord. Thank you.